one size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Coming up on today's wrestling news, WWE acknowledge wrestler releases on NXT 2.0. Cody Rhodes wants to bring back a classic WWE championship. The Varsity Blondes will challenge the House of Black on this week's Dynamite. A former AEW champion is set to return on this week's Rampage and has the location for the 2023 Royal Rumble been revealed. I'm Adam Wilborn. I'm Michael Humphreys. And this is the news. Let's start off then uh, with the ongoing story of the WWE releases. As you probably know, uh, 10 people were released on Friday night from WWE. The majority, of course, from NXT. But oh, the likes of Dakota Kai, uh, Dexter Loomis, Malcolm Bivins, Persia Perotta and... Well, some of those releases were acknowledged or <laughs> made a joke of on last night's NXT 2.0 Spring Break-In. The uh, pay-per-view, well, not pay-per-view, it's not even a premium live event. It's just a big live show thing that it's they do. Premium. It's got a special name this week. <laughs> anyway, the show was going on, title matches and the like. Uh, and then they cut backstage to Indy Hartwell, who was married in storyline to Dexter Loomis, was the former partner of Persia Perotta in a tag team, who was dating Duke Bloody Hudson. So Indy Hartswell backstage, she's looking at her wedding ring, looking all sad. And then Duke Hudson comes in and goes, mm, yeah, me too sort of thing. I've lost someone as well. And there's a little bit of a moment where you think, oh, they're going to kiss. And then one of them, I think it was, uh, I think it was Indy who said, oh, hell no. And Duke said, in your bloody dreams or something. And they went their separate ways. As I mentioned, Dex Loomis was married to Indy Hartwell and Soraline. Persia Prata was dating Duke Hudson. Persia Prata actually tweeted about this incident being featured on TV. With a tweet reading, the body isn't even cold yet. Um, Not something WWE should make fun of, really, on telly this. It's a bit off, isn't it? Yeah. It's a bit off. I know that they're just completely encased within their bubble even more so than we are within ours yeah to understand like that there might be real life implications to the decisions that they make when they just tick names off a spreadsheet on Nick Khan just fancies saving a bit of cash um, you know for the bullions that are already locked away in Vincent Man's safe <laughs> yeah real lives were affected by these yeah. cuts we talk about the cuts and it's, it's a different conversation than it was two years ago wrestling is opening back up there are more opportunities to wrestlers and ultimately like all of these this is the wrestling business they are wrestling companies and companies can elect to choose to not keep wrestlers around if they don't want to but it's 
one thing to do that, it's quite another to then mock that process and mock what could be, for all they know, an incredibly difficult experience in Persia Proctor and Dexter Lemus's life by basically taking the mick out of it on air. Yeah. Using very fluffy, trite, um, romantic comedy storyline nonsense as a way to make light of a real life thing. Also, what I thought watching it was, <laughs> all right, yeah, I get that joke question yeah. mark that they've gone for there. But casual fans probably won't be aware of it, so they just think, what, they're just sad and grumpy backstage now? Well, this is it, right? So, like, there's no, like, rule book of how to acknowledge releases on television. In, like, in the kayfabe universe of these wrestlers, fair enough, they may be mourning the loss of their partners, but they don't explicitly state where those partners have gone. No. And they never will. Like, that's never going to come up. Um, Persia Prater, as is often the case with the wrestlers in WWE, the wrestlers themselves being the bigger people of the situation, yeah. putting a little cry laugh emoji on there to imply that she was alright with it. Tweeting as she probably was from the new house that she just purchased with the money that she was afforded by a WWE contract that she imagined would go much longer than it did before it was cut and, you know, to give her just 90 days left to find something else to do for it. Was it 30 days if you're in NXT? Right. Th- yeah, like, it's, again, like, we might be, like, taking this too seriously in a situation that they are far more comfortable with but just why not not do that in yeah. the first place? The, the immediate comparison that sprang to mind for me was Liv Morgan blaming Becky Lynch's fat new contract for the reason why her friends IRL will let go. Yeah. It's just it's bad form to like bring this up in your, your pointless, not pointless, but your kind of futile nonsense storyline yeah. when real lives are affected. Like I know we're hand-wringing over WWE not being the good guys as if it's somehow <laughs> a shock or a hot take. But it's just, I feel like it's always worth mentioning because it's never on. No. And like, they should always be like held to account when it does actually happen. And with other stuff, like with Diamond Mine, they just went, oh yeah, Roderick Strong's always been the leader of Diamond Mine. Let's just pretend Malcolm Bivens didn't yeah. exist. Imagine pretending Malcolm Bivens didn't well, exist. Well, say. Anyway, let's uh, move on to some better news. Uh, Cody Rhodes wants to bring back the Winged Eagle title belt. Uh, he was a guest on uh, the After the Bell podcast, After the Bell with Corey Graves podcast, which is one of the best podcasts out there that isn't ours. Uh, and he says, I think there is a particular design of the WWE Championship that people are very fond of. I don't even want to say it. It's two words, Winged Eagle. Hypothetically, it would be something, it really would be something to do that, achieve the ultimate industry dream and be the best of the best, uh, and then perhaps give it a fresh coat of paint with the Winged Eagle, so he just said it anyway, uh, the redundantly named title, that would be something. Um, as a, a fan of, of classic WWF, this must be very exciting for someone like yourself. Yeah, he knows what he's doing. Yeah. Like, as a fan of classic WWF, as a lot of people that are a fan of Cody Rhodes will be, he knows what he's doing. Adrenaline in my soul, I'm using another cheat code. <laughs> like, the man is at this point plagiarising from himself. He brought back an intercontinental yeah. title from an identical era because, you know, this is a man who formed a company with Tony Khan and others. A bunch of millennials booking four millennials has returned to the company that is now booking for 65-year-olds <laughs> that can't reach millennials, or for that matter, the generation below them. Mm. So this is very much Cody doing a Cody, but he just knows exactly the right things to say to get people right in the heart. He's basically reached through the screen in a way that Dusty Rhodes' promos used to. So yeah. it's something like, you know, in a way of like honouring his father, it's something else that, again, a certain section of fan, fans will just be thrilled with. And if and when he gets the eventual match with Roman Reigns, people will remember oh, this. Oh, yeah. People will talk about not just him winning the title, but him converting it back to the thing that they love. Mm. Do that thing I used to like and bring it back because this will somehow magically save WWE. Yeah. Like, uh, like you know, we can talk about this and we can enjoy Cody having a bit of fun with, um, you know, with the wrestling media at large. If Vince McMahon doesn't like it, 
it just simply won't happen. No. Cody doesn't run the company. He doesn't really have any kind of say over this kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, I don't know what it's they... interesting for him to try and speak something into mm. existence. Yeah, manifest it. I like yeah. it. I, I'd love to see it. I don't think it's going to happen, like you say. I think, if anything, they may do the thing before where they just, you know, because they've got the Universal and the WWE, and he's the undisputed champion, so they, they're just going to build some new belt. I, saw, I thought I saw a picture doing the rounds on the internet of a new belt, but I think that was just a bit of a... That was the giant one that they wheeled over to uh, Dallas for WrestleMania. Right. That was kind of like a hybrid of the two yeah. of them and a lot of people took that to mean oh this is what the new belt's going to look like and yet Roman, right with that. And Roman has since just carried around two and they've yeah. kind of not been clear on what the title of the belt even I is don't think, I don't think they know if they, and he's not defending it at Backlash as far as I'm aware either. No, or ever again it's uh, it's like Cody's right as well to, to mention that winged eagle is a redundant term as, like, as opposed to the eagles without wings yeah. it's always been but it's you know it's been that title it's a beloved title you know you, you visualise the title I was cupping the year before for Cody but of course it was famous for being with Hulk Hogan, you know, Randy yeah. Savage, uh, Bret Hitman Hart, Shawn Michaels, Big Daddy Cool Diesel. <laughs> I knew he was getting to that. Arguably the greatest man that ever lived, let alone to hold that belt. Yeah, it just it gets a certain section yeah. of fan base right in the feels, and WWE are often struggling to do that. Mm. Uh, right, let's look ahead to Dynamite tonight. Uh, Stack show. Uh, you got uh, right, Ring of Honor Women's Championship Unification match. Deanna Barazzo versus Mercedes Martinez. Uh, a couple of uh, Owen Hart Cup qualifiers. Jeff Hardy versus Bobby Fish and Dante Martin versus Ray Phoenix. That sounds tasty. Uh, Chris Jericho versus Santana. Blackpool Combat Club are going to murder the Butcher of the Blade and Angelico. Wardlow is going to face MGF's mystery opponent. Well, it's not the big show. Um, and now the Varsity Blondes, for some reason, think it's a good idea to call out the House of Black. Well, I mean, it's about time, isn't it? Do you remember? It was all the way back in December. Because nobody Six else Six months? Six months. Julia Hart has been walking around with an eye patch. Um, the uh, the juice is starting to leak from the patch. Didn't even get her in the face the first time. Well, I mean, it got Brian Pillman a bit. You couldn't <laughs> not to sell. In all seriousness, the um, look, let's let's engage with the content because they are trying to produce yeah. it for us. Malachi Black likes the uh, to extend the big mess of toxic juice on his oh, eye, yeah. and it is now appearing below Julia Hart's eye patch. Ooh. They have this happened to Julia Hart, and the Varsity Blondes did nothing. <laughs> so it's good that like it's as if they've just bought you an eye patch. What more do you want? What's that for? Oh yeah, that happened back in December. You know, Christmas got in the way. We're all really probably busy. get that looked at. <laughs> Christmas, it was New Year. There was people's birthdays. It's just, we're finally getting back to it. They've called out the House of Black, but the House of Black have um, like they're embroiled in this like never-ending war with uh, Death Triangle. Yeah. So it doesn't bode well for the Varsity Blondes trying to get in the way of that. No, don't involve like, yourself. We got that House of Black. All right. <laughs> Spotlight stuff with Fuego last week. I expect nothing less than that for the Varsity Blondes. Very interested to see what um, Julie Hart's going to look like as part of the House of Black. I'm into it. Well. I'm into it. Uh, on Rampage, we are getting the return of a former AW champion. Riho will be back uh, as part of the uh, qualifiers for the women's side of the Owen Hart tournament. Uh, and she will face Yuka Sakazaki on Rampage on Friday uh, in the tournament that is set to kick off properly next week, of course, mm -hmm. and build towards double or nothing at the end of May. Uh, great to see Riho back on telly and Yuka Sakazaki. Yeah, um, we've hoped for this sort of thing to happen as the wrestling, as indeed the world's opened up yeah. and the wrestling world's opened back up. This hopefully begins what AW wanted to start back in 2019 with a vision of a kind of like Joshi women's wrestling hybrid division. Uh, Riho as a first world champion appeared to be a statement of intent and then she kind of had a lot of bookings elsewhere mm -hmm. in the title ring. Kind of like flattered to deceive a little bit. The matches were always great. Um, I'm a, you know, sort of like a big proponent of them now that they can 
getting back to using that talent as much as possible. Yuka Sakasaki's never really been involved in too many storylines, but always dazzles when she wrestles. I'm not suggesting this is going to be the start of anything massive for either of them, but it just feels like having them feature on a rampage is a bit more of a statement of intent than just bleeding them back in through uh, dark and yes. dark ambition. Rampage and Dynamite are the proper platforms, the proper stages for AEW wrestlers. In the Owen Hart tournament where the qualifiers, even the qualifiers have had stars in them, even if it's been a little bit too figure into other angles, or we've seen the likes of a Forbidden Door teaser mm-hmm. with Adam Cole and Tommy Rishi. So yeah, I th- this feels like a good profile for the now, but maybe the signs of a bit of a brighter future Hopefully, for the, for the yeah. Joshi wrestlers and indeed the women's division at large. Yeah, and just, you know, I'm a hypocrite because on the one hand, I don't like the fact that WWE used to have the same people on telly all the bloody time until they get injured. But I also look at AW and go, some people haven't been on telly for like two months. I've forgotten what's going on with them. So there yeah. is a balance that needs to be struck there. Absolutely, yeah. The, obviously, the object is to make from wrestling companies to make you want to see wrestlers more. You know, even if there's a star that's there every week, if you love that star, then of course you want to see them every single week. AEW go too far the way because they've got this stacked and loaded roster, and there's always that feeling that certain people aren't getting featured enough. If this is again, it's always with a caveat of you know, if this is the start yes. of everything opening back up and going back to normal. If this in the tournament. It's a signifier of that if you think about the way that like some of the Ring of Honor people have been bled into the product as well. Mm. Just sort of bode well for them figuring out that that conundrum of how to use everybody in this roster effectively rather than just it being say you never want WWE's problem of everybody feeling over familiar and yes. your favourite wrestlers picking up an injury so that you get a breather from them. Yes. That's like a worst case scenario and it's one for AEW to avoid. This we could be overstating this, this could just be a match and then we could yeah. see yeah. You know, Rio could win. You expect Rio to win, but then she might get knocked out in the first round. But it'd be nice to think this is a signifier of things to come. I'm sure either way there's going to be balanced, normal conversation in the comments now. Talking <laughs> about the same sentence. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. 
J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Uh, right, let's look ahead to the 2023 Royal Rumble, which is going to go down in... Oh. Uh, oh, yeah, the Alamo Dome in San Antonio, Texas. Uh, this news courtesy of Fightful. No crap, just sap. Sean Ross Sap of Fightful. Yes, revealing that it's returning to the Alamo Dome in San Antonio, Texas for the first time since 2017. It also went down there in 1997. Uh, remind me what happened at the 2017 Royal Rumble, Michael Hanfler. The 2017 Royal Rumble. The beautiful Alamo Dome in oh. all of its cavernous size and all of its glorious scale had a ramp so big... <laughs> That WWE deemed it too big for its giants to walk down. So the uh, your Braun Strowmans and your Mark Henrys, and yeah. I think the Big Show, and the Big Show definitely had a little would little be rise. forced to do the big pose on the ramp as a number, and then hard cut back to the ring because. <laughs> They were riding these little Segway type things, and obviously the people in the bill. It's a bit like you know when you know you see what happened after the show went off the air, and you yeah. know, it's like a dark match or some cool footage where they send the fans home happy. The Rumble featured video footage of people going down a really long ramp, pootling their way down to the ring, and then having to like quite awkwardly like disembark this thing <laughs> and then get into the ring like that. I was just walking the whole time. You know, it's awkward. I'm not, I'm not even tired. Um, I welcome the return of those. Uh, as I do, the incredible visuals of the Alamo Dome, and indeed um, the possibility of what could again to return to Texas. Yes, we got to visit Texas recently. It was lovely. Oh, and like I don't really understand like size and scope of states compared to countries, but you know, considering that like, we live in a country that is about a fifth of the size of Texas, mm-hmm. we're gonna, I'm sure Dallas is just the same as San Antonio. Isn't it? I, I think I can't possibly be saying anything inflammatory by that. No, point, I think you so. can. I'm fairly certain if you live in Dallas, have a quick wander over to San Antonio and just have go, a little look. Go, at go the on your lunch break. Yeah, yeah. Go check yeah. Uh, yeah, but as Michael Hamlet said, my he and I will be going to the Royal Rumble 2023. It's not been announced, it's not official, but I feel like if I say it on video, they have to send us now. Is that how this works? Yeah, yeah, is manifesting. That, is that why they never let like, me and Sidney come in? Indeed. Because we've got kids and we would use and abuse that privilege. Right? I can't believe we're going to be live and in person for Forbidden Door. <laughs> is that how this happens? Basically. Great, uh, right, let's move on to your Twitter questions. At what culture WWE, of course, you want to get in touch with us. First question today comes from Matt Ryan, uh, Aussie Dead on Twitter, who says, as a possibility, would you like to see the winner of the men's side of the Owen Hart tournament be Samoa Joe who goes on to face CM Punk with their past in Ring of Honor I'm game for it Um, I'm game for any revisiting of Joe versus Punk look I don't CM Punk is proving himself all over again quite good isn't he he's off decent and uh, pass it on (laughs) Samoa Joe uh, despite obviously the mountain injuries he's built up over the years is showing himself to like refined his aura a little bit and he's making it work still there's magic in one more match between those two but I would argue this is a bit of a WWE brain thing perhaps I would argue you don't need the tournament to get there no Um, CM Punk looks like he's got as good a chance as anybody of becoming the next AEW World Heavyweight Champion you have there a dream match whenever you want Um, you can set up title matches Joe kind of fits the profile of a you know Lance Archer Nyla Rose first opponent guy or you could do it for a Ring of Honor title as well. A Ring of Honor title. Tony Khan is already. We don't know what Ring of Honor is, but he's just wanting to keep the name out yeah. there and the spirit of it going. And obviously, CM Punk, you know, loves his own Ring of Honor legacy as he should. Uh, but yeah, I would almost argue that the tournament is superfluous to arrive in at all of that. Who's your pick for the winner of the tournament? I'm just finding it really hard to look past Dax. Oh, I love that. The the qualifier of the the FTR men coming together was almost 
it was presented as a novelty exhibition that had stakes. So it was kind of a you know perfect mm. coming together of all of the Bret Hart tributes lately with Punk and commentary, of course. And it just feels like this first one has to be a babyface. He's got all the sentiment with him. There's a bunch of awful heels that he could flex his babyface muscles against mm. as FTR continue this organic turn that they've yeah. been on just from since before WrestleMania weekend. Um, and I love anything at the moment that is bringing together the prospect of FTR's babyface turn and MGF still believing the pinnacle to be a thing. <laughs> yes. I really like that. Like, who was it Sean Spears or MGF said that... Um, Sean on a rampage. The mystery seven-footer who, you know, you can't teach that, apparently has PP. He's got PP. Pinnacle potential. Yeah. So then believing the pinnacle still exists, clashing with this this wonderful babyface turn that's happened for FTR. I, I cannot wait for that. And something like the Owen Hart tournament win feels like a great instigator of that. Max still hasn't responded to my text asking what he thought of my PP. We'll wait and see on that one. Oh my God. Mark Smith says, uh, so the question isn't when does Triple H get inducted into the Hall of Fame, it's who inducts him. I'm going completely left field and saying The Rock. Uh, Yes, because it's The Rock. Um, They get The Rock. If The Rock offered to open an envelope revealing who was (laughs) going to be like a guest general manager on Raw, like they'd get into it if he agreed to it. Um, He sells tickets, he creates interest. Like you draw a huge. He's the best wrestler of all time, yeah. Let's have a conversation off camera, but he certainly would draw. He, there's probably nobody else that could draw them a number that they'd love. They, he'd like that Hall of Fame ceremony would be one of the events of the yeah. weekend because The Rock would be there to induct Triple H. Um, it's hard to pass the boring answer, isn't it? Um, Shawn Michaels feels the guy. Look, there's a nice element to this. Over the years, where all the members of the clip were going in, it was great to see them all come. They'd all experienced different struggles and strikes in their life, and it was awesome to see them all back together. Obviously, with the passing of Scott Hall now, yeah, yeah. like he'd be. Like conspicuous by his absence, but it'd be a nice thing for them all to come together and play a treat. It's nice, and far be it for me to use a platform to be cruel about Triple H in a nice time in his life, because we could do. Yeah. Because there's plenty of people that you can induct. You know, there's people I could think of that were, you know, <laughs> dead. Would do it, but he's too busy with NXT. He's got those on. Vincent Man. Like, busy Paul, real busy pal. I want, you know, I want like the sort of the DMs as they happen to be like revealed as a video on Twitter, like. Uh, Dad, it would, it would be an honour if we were in the Hall of Fame. Dots. 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 No reply. Four new, hours no, new number, who did? <laughs> Four hours later, reply. Just seen this. Ah, oh, I've already got tickets to Bloodsport. I'd love that. I really wanted to be there. <laughs> Jeff to Bloodsport. Jeff Jarrett's in the cluster. Otherwise, I'd definitely come. I'll send somebody. I'll send somebody. And then Johnny A shows up in, uh, in a NXT 2.0 tie. And he oh. says... Uh, me and Paul, like, he started something. I'll be more than happy to uh, continue it on. Finish it. I'll be more than happy to kill it. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Triple H. <laughs> nah, it's going to be Shawn Michaels. Yeah. They're going to throw glow sticks out and they're going to tell everybody to suck it. Uh, Eddie Zamari gives our final question of the day. Hey, guys, if you could put a faction together that features four celebrities in four different sports with you as a manager, who would it be and what is the name of the faction? I think we should do two each here. Okay, right. So I want a bodyguard. Okay. Uh, wrestling should always start and end with jacked dudes. Yeah. So I've got one for you. And it's not just, you know, I, I worry sometimes that we can be a little bit parochial here being based in the UK. Yes. I've gone to uh, American sports. Uh, I know a little bit of thing or two about baseball. Oh. Brady in the pocket, stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. Michael Jordan. Yeah. Um, anyway, there's a baseball guy. Google him. If you don't know him, I'm obviously a huge fan, as you can tell. Yeah. Gabe Kappa, he's called. Yeah. Ch- check out Gabe Kappa. He has got a body, a to die for. <laughs> I don't know. What I do know about baseball is over the years there have been a number of scandals about how people get big bodies. Yes. So I have not done my homework as to how he's arrived that <laughs> body. Chicken and broccoli. 
as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, that's just, how he's just got like to Jinder. Look. But he looks absolutely amazing. And like baseball players have got those awesome swings. Good, right? Yeah, hitting home runs. So we've got a body guy. Yeah. What we need is a mouthpiece and a bit of a. He's not on the manager, but also he can use a weapon to maybe help us if, we, if our stable's struggling in a match. Uh, and people who think if I'm going to pick a mouthpiece, they're going to say Conor McGregor or Tyson Fury or someone like that. No, Rocket Ronnie O'Sullivan, the snooker player. Yes, yes. Can we can we can we talk about Ronnie O'Sullivan? If you want, I'm not asked. I never get allowed to do this. Right. I hate snooker. Adam Wilborn hit, like loves all sports and hates snooker, which is ridiculous because other than New Japan Pro Wrestling, snooker is the king of sports. <laughs> And we've had this debate, like, like it's, yeah. it's like, look at me. It's the only spot I've ever been any good at. It's the only spot I've been competent in, is snooker. Ronnie O'Sullivan is the uncrowned greatest sportsman of all time. Right? Snooker is incredibly difficult, it's incredibly hard. Mm -hmm. And he's a record tying, and next year he'll be a record-breaking world champion in snooker. I'm, I'm calling his shot, because yeah. it's the easiest shot to call. <laughs> he just does stuff in this sport that nobody would have the temerity to do. Like, he's so good at snooker. And he regularly tells the world this, by the way. Like, he's a good mouthpiece for this, because he's <laughs> I'm the best. Standard to pretty poor, and I'm the best at this. He once won the world title, took a year off. Right. He's like, sneakers a bit rubbish. I'm going to be a pig farmer for a bit. Came back and won the world championship. <laughs> he pig farmed for a year. He, just, he was that good. Ronnie O'Sullivan, once in protest, and this is like the greatest sporting flex. You can keep your MMA promos. Yeah. You can keep uh, your sort of footballers signing multi-million dollar endorsement deals or like mm -hmm. those calculators where you see how much a player makes per oh, second because yeah. they're on contract so big. Keep it all. Right, in snooker, a 147 is the greatest achievement mm -hmm. you can get. It's 147 points in a row. It requires like the most amazing amount of skill, poise, playing under pressure, because it's obviously all recorded, it's in tournament conditions. You get 147 points, every ball with the maximum score you can possibly right. get. Go and read the rules if you don't understand snooker. Oh, snooker just, how, just how hard this is, right? Snooker's a score king. Ronnie O'Sullivan, in protest to the fact that the prize had been dropped, I think, from £147,000, because it was yeah. incredibly hard to think, something like 10 grand. Like World Snooker were like, I'm not going to give you that. Proper Vincent Mann yeah. from the snooker like, authorities. Got to the very, very point where he could get it and got a 146. Brilliant. It's the snooker equivalent that Brock Lesnar threw in the title that Vincent <laughs> gets backstage. I don't care for your trinkets because I'm above the game. I'm so good at it. Ronnie O'Sullivan, you brought him in as a mouthpiece with a weapon. Yeah. Like, I'm pitching him as another Brock Lesnar. Just turned out to the referee in the white gloves. Suck it! <laughs> and he would. And yeah. he pretty much has, figuratively. Right, let's he, right. he once got another 147, by the way, in five and a half minutes. Brilliant. You can watch, there's a video online. Mark Selby is another pup snooker player. You can watch a video side by side of Ronnie O'Sullivan getting the 147 in the time it takes Mark Selby to take one shot. <laughs> and if you slow it down, you can actually pinpoint the moment his heart breaks. You can pinpoint uh, Michael Hamlet's heart grew 10 times. <laughs> let's fill this uh, stable with the final two people. Then who are we going for? Lee Catmull. <laughs> Um, Sunderland football player, if you don't know. Yeah, Sunderland football legend, um, if that's not a contradiction in terms. Uh, like, he was just, like, really aggy and nasty. <laughs> uh, like, he, he kind of matured into an almost very good footballer, mm. but he was best known for yeah. being really aggy and difficult. He amassed a lot of reds and yellows in his life. Um, he kicked a lot. He was just an, he was just yeah. an, just an, ang you know they say about Shawn Michaels in the 90s, just an angry young man. But Lee Catmull spent most of his career as an angry young man, even okay. as he aged out of it. Right, we need a woman in this stable. Yep. And what's the key thing you need to remember in WWE? A lot of those matches finish via distraction. It's going to be Paula Radcliffe. She's going to take a piss next to the ring. <laughs> and we're going to get a roll-up victory. But and also, she's a great athlete. Incredible athlete. And what's often forgotten about the fact that she did take a piss in the middle of a run, quite literally, yeah. <laughs> take a piss in the middle of a run. She won it anyway. <laughs> it was London Marathon. Like, this distraction that you've pitched is in the middle of like an Ironman match, yeah. which mm. our stable then goes on to win regardless.
Like, it would be better than the distraction from uh, Mia Yim when she was in thingy. Oh, I've got spiders on me. <laughs> What's this? Anyway, uh, let's. Oh, and the stable's going to be called the Raggies. Yeah, there you I'm go. That, yeah. uh, in, in today's ad, finally, I'm just. It's just a, a reiteration of the fact that the Miz needs to be in the next Mortal Kombat movie as Johnny Cage. He was chatting to Ryan Satin about it. Make it happen. Yeah, it's. Like we just talked about manifesting and stuff like that. The Miz is a person that can actually do it. Yes. So yeah. he seems to really want this. This is one of those things that he's eventually going to get it, and Mortal Kombat's like just going to be a film. Yeah. But the Miz is going to get what he wants, and you know. We should cast the entire Mortal Kombat film with wrestlers. Okay. What have you got in mind? I'm thinking Goro, but I'd say Rip Books. Is that the one with forearms, Goro? Isn't it? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Anyone? Anyone you've got in mind? Well, Miro, brilliant. He kind of is him, anyway. Like when he's mauling people, he kind of looks like he's yeah. got four arms to begin with. He's a giant of man. He's got that like stacked upper body, like all. Love him to do the thingy with four arms on someone. Yeah. snap them. <laughs> and I also, if you need someone to do it, flawless victory. There you go. Do you want uh, another go at that without the like? Well, that's good. Chairs, clean points. audio. Here we go. Okay. Fatality. <laughs> Let us know your thoughts on that and all today's new stories in the comment section below. Don't forget to like, share and subscribe. And subscribe to What Culture Wrestling, wherever you get your podcasts from, for daily wrestling podcasts. Myself and Michael Hampler are going to be uh, reviewing NXT Spring Breaking and looking ahead to AEW Dynamite tonight. Bush can let us know your thoughts and Twitter questions on Twitter at WhatCultureWWE. Watch there, follow both of us. You can follow Michael Hampler at... Michael Hampler. Follow me at Adam Wilborn. Follow us all at WhatCultureWWE. But for now, my thanks to Michael Hampler. Thank you for joining us. And we will see you soon. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 